Let's all go to the Patreon. Let's all go to the Patreon. Let's all go to the Patreon to get ourselves some ad-free shows. Over at the concession stand, we just added a new $2.50 tier for anybody who just wants to support the show. Along with supporting the show, you get free text updates and partial access to our exclusive Patreon Discord. Also at the concession stand, for just $5 a month, you can get full access to our Discord and a monthly exclusive podcast called Flight School, where Matthew and I review a TV show pilot that is voted on by our patrons. Thank you all for listening, and remember to silence them cell phones. And thank you for visiting the SYFW Theater. Enjoy. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. So, you finally watched... I know I need to watch that movie, Mom. That's why I made this podcast. Matthew. Yeah, you said your name and then I say mine. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to So You Finally Watched, a movie show review podcast. Where two dudes watch and review, watch and review a movie that the other hasn't seen. My name is Nort, and my name is Matthew. And what did we watch today? Oh, and I got to say the thing. I always forget. What's the thing? Okay, get some popcorn. Grab some. Grab a soda pop, and fucking sit down for some goddamn goddamn movie talk. What movie we watched? <laughs> Today, you finally watched The Fox and the Hound. I did watch Fox and the Hound. 80s Disney movie, yeah? Yeah, yeah, 81. Uh, directed by Ted Berman, Richard Rich, and Art Stevens. Richie Rich. And it was written by like fucking 80 people. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I didn't realize. I didn't realize either there's like 80 people there's that a, wrote this movie. Yeah, there's a long opening credits. <laughs> I This was one of the movies where... The like where the team split and like yeah yeah this is a good I think that's why there's so many that. people yeah I forget which one it was one one of them uh went dis had a big disagreement with Disney and they left and made their own studios and they're the ones who made like Secret of Nymph and stuff like that because they wanted the story to be a little bit darker than Disney wanted them because he thought Walt Disney would have wanted the story to be more emotional. But since Walt Disney was dead, they wanted, you know, they couldn't ask him. Yeah, dead. Right, in the freezer. Yeah, he's, his head's underneath Disney. True. Did we talk about that conspiracy theory? No, but it's one of the only ones I fully believe. That they made the movie Frozen to cover up so that when you type in Disney Frozen, <laughs> it shows a movie instead of the conspiracy. <laughs> I could believe it. Disney does wild shit like that. Yeah. Disney... I, I do like Disney stuff. I have a hard time saying I love Disney just because they're so big and scary. I understand. Um, but they're like, they make me believe that Blade Runner could happen someday. <laughs> or like Cyberpunk 2027 could happen. I get it. There's no. like 15 corporations that run the world and they're constantly having wars against each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. Um, and governors now. Yeah. But it's cool, yeah. There's like comics and shit, but... Fox and the Hound. Uh, <laughs> Don't know how to segue back from that. 
So, uh, yeah, the fox gets a cyberware <laughs> and fucking shoots the hunter. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so this is a, it's considered an American animated buddy cop, buddy drama film. Okay. That's buddy what, drama? That's what the Wikipedia said. Okay, I Yeah, I dig it. The fox and the hound are buddies. Yeah. And there's drama. There's drama. And it, it was based on a novel. I don't know if you knew yes, that. Yes, and I was going to mention real quick. I'm not going to, like, go into detail or anything. But um, I have not read the whole novel, but I did get the novel on uh, Kindle because you can only get it electronically because if you try to get it physically, it's like $600 because the novel is super rare, I, I guess. Um, but I did want to say um, in the book that this is filmed on, actually, hold on. Let's let's talk about the characters first. Okay. Um <clears throat> Yeah, before we get into that, we'll do characters and initial thoughts, and then we'll just yeah, hop yeah, right yeah, into yeah, that yeah. shit. Uh, the characters, we got uh, Mickey Rooney as Todd, which is the fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kurt Russell as Copper. Adult Copper. Adult Copper, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's the the young versions are two people. I Corey Feldman and is co- young Copper, and Keith Mitchell is young Todd. Have you seen The Goonies? Yeah. That's Todd. The main kid from The Goonies is Todd. Baby, That's, is Baby Todd. Okay. Hell yeah. Rowan loves that movie. The Goonies? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um uh then then there's a bunch of side characters like there's a big mama owl. <laughs> the, yeah, and the the actress for that is a famous jazz singer back in the day. Yeah. Um Broadway performer. And then the Amos Slade. Do you know who that is? Uh Jack Albertson? Yeah, do you know who that is? Willy Wonka as Grandpa Joe. Yep, that makes sense. This was his last credited role before he died, and only only animated series. And he played a piece of shit. (laughs) And no, I wouldn't say he's a piece of shit. We'll get into it. (laughs) He's just a hunter. Yeah, and a misogynist. (laughs) Yeah. But he's not a piece of shit. He's not like a villain. I, there's a video. I'm not going to go into detail about it. You can <laughs> You're watch it. You're always siding with the villains, bro. Did I'm you think s- Thanos was Thanos? Was Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. Did you think Thanos was right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. He didn't. Thanos' problem was that he didn't do things uh, exponentially. Why didn't he just make more resources? Right. Yeah, he could have made twice as many resources instead of half the life. That's why, yeah. In, in the comics, he wants to fuck death, and that's why he does it. That's a way better reason than I him. honestly agree. Um, he <laughs> should have plot holes in it. He should have cut things exponentially because you can't just cut all of the gra- all of the plant life in half and cut all of the apex predators in half. You got to do things exponentially. You know. I think it was just sentient life. Like no, was- I think it's just all life. I think he specifies because, like in the in the in game, plants are still around. So, well, yeah, but half of them can be gone. I, it didn't seem like that. You could be right, but it didn't seem. I like have that. no idea. I genuinely don't know. I'm. I don't. I didn't. I've never heard someone say that, so I don't have any evidence that there was less plants. But I'm speaking off of the top of my. Yeah. No, because you've never you haven't seen in game. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but that is an issue. Like he he snaps people and literally like planes crash. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the pilots got snapped. Yeah. And then when they come back, they're just in the air and they <laughs> fall. <laughs> oh, you know what though? Have you? There's this show called. There's a show on HBO, so I'm sure you haven't seen it. It's called The Leftovers. 
that might be a good one for flight school yeah. it's it's about like it's the rapture but it's not like religious movie but like uh or tv show but it's just instantly um two percent of the world's population disappears without any explanation and it, and the show is about the realistic aftermath of what would happen to planet earth if two percent of the world's population suddenly just clicked out of existence because what would that be like like everybody would know people who just disappeared yeah but it would it would because that, that's a lot two percent but like doesn't that, sound like a lot but it's a fucking no, it, lot it is a lot but like it's it's like not the worst case scenario for how many people could go at once but like seven billion times point oh two yeah 140 million yeah which is like less than half of the united states population but it's a lot of fucking people. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it is. I love that show, so good. Hell only yeah. only two seasons, but anyway. Uh, and then Dick Balkoner's Dinky. Oh yeah, Dinky and Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> um, the woodpecker and a little bird guy. Yeah. And they're they're trying to hunt this little worm called Squeaks the whole time. Yeah, I didn't know his name was Squeaks until the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> is that Squeaks? He's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, so uh, after I watched the trailer, it's like three minutes long, by the way. Mm-hmm. I forgot how long 80s trailers are. Uh, it appears to be a sweet movie about unlikely friends. That's really the only thing I got, which I kind of already knew. Right. Uh, I was like, the animation looks pretty and well done, but like it, that's on par for this time. Uh, and I was like, this has been on my watch list for like a decade because I just... I knew I needed to watch it just because it's a classic. Yeah, my my history of th- with my history of this movie is that whenever we went camping, which was all the time when I was a kid, and we had a little tiny box TV in our camper, it was like ten inches, and um, it had a VHS player built into it, you know. Yeah. And I would bring this movie with all the time and just watch it at night before I went to sleep. Hell yeah! Fox and the Hound and Pooh's Grand Adventure: The Search for Christopher Robin. Yeah. Those were my two. And Superman, the original Superman. I thought you were going to say Porky's for a second, and I was like, what what a wild (laughs) to pick to watch with Fox in the Hound. Oh, man. Uh, And the only place you can stream this movie is Disney+. Plus. Surprise, surprise. You you could rent it everywhere else, though. Yeah. If you're insane. Yeah, so you wanted to talk about the novel for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or did you want to wait till it comes up in the... So, okay, did we say Chief is a character? Oh, yeah, Chief is like copper's like mentor dog yeah so in the book chief is a puppy and copper in in the book start the book is like one of those old school um 20th century books that take that is like about nature and so the characters are animals but they're not anthropomorphized they're just animals and they act like animals they behave like animals and the narration is just about them in the wild yeah but the fox and the hound story starts off with a fox and um there's the hunter and his whole pack of hound dogs and copper and fox are already both full-grown adults so that's completely disney's original creation is to make them kids um but the the first page is that the fox is just bothering the hound dogs and the fox is like you know the um, the fable of foxes is that they're really cunning. Yes. And so he knows exactly how long the hound dog's leashes are. So he bothers them and then stands there and smiles at them. And then the hound dogs are just rawr, 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 all up in his face. Yeah. And the fox knows that he can't reach him. He's just sitting there 
just bothering them. <laughs> and then um, Chief is a little puppy, and Copper hates Chief because he thinks that Chief is going to like take his place. And in the book, I'll talk about this later when you get to the scene, but there's a, a really climactic scene involving a train later on. Yes. That is much different in the book than it is yeah, I read in this that movie. Too. Yeah, yeah. But that's the main thing that I wanted to say about the book. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. The book's like 200 pages. It's a full-ass novel. Interesting. The movie starts off with a little bit of chaos with, uh, we don't know it, but it's Todd and his mom are running from a pack of dogs, and a hunter is like trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. And uh, It's very intense music. Yeah. And uh, she ends up like stashing him in like some grass and like runs in the opposite direction. Um, and then we, you know, we we hear her get murder killed. Yeah, we just hear the <laughs> of the rifle. Yeah. Um, but then the uh, but thankfully there's a big owl, big mama, big mama that swoops down and uh, gives him some comfort. So the mom, the mama fox, puts him in the farmhouse. Yes. Of this old woman, and her name is officially Widow Tweed. Yes. Um, but she's never named. In the movie, I don't think they say uh, Amos says Tweed at some point. He does. Okay, yeah. I n- I never caught that. I I've seen this movie dozens of times, and I've never caught him saying Tweed. Um, it's during one of his like yelling. I've heard rants. him say Widow. I never heard him say Tweed, but I believe you. Um, but like, yeah. So then she comes over. The birds concoct this plan to distract the to bother the grandma so that or the bothered widow tweed so that she comes out and sees the fox and will take care of him. And that and it works. Yes, and she's very sweet. Yes. What did I say? I we don't know here. It says Todd is so cute. Oh my god, the little feet drinking the milk. Oh yeah, the little I, I love little Todd, little fox. He's so cute. <laughs> and the the animation is so cute. And then we see uh, Amos who's the hunter. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is it the same hunter from the opening scene? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And uh, he's bringing home a new puppy, and he puts him he puts him next to Chief and tells him to look after him. And Chief is not happy. This like fucking old ass dog, <laughs> big old gray dog. <laughs> um, it it, it kind of just it shuffles between the two characters a little bit until they meet. Uh, and at some point, it, I only mention it because it keeps happening. The fucking two birds, Dinky and Boomer, yeah, keep trying to get this worm. <laughs> The big B story of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Two birds versus the worm. And the worm, and they, they never get close, honestly. No. <laughs> They're just big dumb birds breaking <laughs> sticks and falling down. <laughs> Very like Wile E. Coyote-esque. Except for not like anvils. Uh, so after we get the weird Wile E. Coyote worm scene, it cuts back to Copper and he's like, I smell something. Yeah, they are the <laughs> all the the dogs have this like southern. It's mostly Chief has. They yeah. have this southern like accent, like like cowboy accent. Yes. Yeah, that that like, was just my little kid voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a Victorian child. <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more? Please, Daddy, why do you have the hammer, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy, I why are we on the lake by ourselves? Daddy. <laughs> why is there no wind? Daddy, why do you only have a life jacket? <laughs> oh, anyway. 
So yeah, so then Fox or Todd goes chasing after a butterfly, yeah, and he, then he Copper goes, smells him. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, <laughs> is when Copper finally gets to Todd, and he goes, <laughs> "It's, it's, it's you." A roo 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 roo. I love that little roo roo roo. <laughs> it's so cute. And uh, Copper doesn't know he's supposed to not like this fox. Yeah, absolutely not. So they begin playing like hide and seek yeah. and stuff. And Copper's very bad at finding him. Well, he doesn't know how to play. He, <laughs> no, goes, yeah. he goes one, two, and then he turns around and Copper's or Todd's like, you can't peek. <laughs> and he also like, Todd oh. like runs in a circle around a bunch of stuff because yeah, he's yeah, using yeah. his nose. <laughs> and he's thought, a smart little fox. That it was funny. Um. But and then, then Big Mama starts singing. Yeah, they all start singing. And you're the best of friends. <laughs> I wrote, oh, something tragic's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yet, though. <laughs> no, but I wrote that. <laughs> uh, Rowan did watch us with us, but got about 30 minutes in and got bored. So. Boo. Come on, kid. I don't know. I watched this when Gwen, I was camping. Gwen, Gwen liked it a lot. She did fall asleep. That's But that means she liked it if she's, like, fucking still watching it. Yeah. Uh, their playtime's cut short by Amos, by uh, the hunter. Yes, and uh, he gets and he gets yelled at for running off. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he gets put on a leash. Yep, gets and on that leash, gang. I don't know why he didn't have him on a leash to begin with. But... <laughs> true, true. <laughs> he just thought he would stay by his big dog, buddy. And this is where we get the the scene that you mentioned in the book where the fox is fucking with the dogs because Todd comes <laughs> and, and fucks with Chief. He does. He's not doing it to be malicious. He actually does. He has no idea what this what these things are. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> dude, Chief tries to get him, dude. Chief tries to murder his ass. <laughs> he wants to eat him. Well, and it's funny because he's tied up to a barrel. Chief is tied up to a barrel as well. And so then he goes running after Todd and brings the whole barrel with him the whole time. Yep. And uh, that's the only reason, the only thing saving Todd basically is the barrel. Yeah, because it keeps getting stuck on shit. (laughs) And uh, Todd runs to the point where he finds Tweed and hops in her. Hops in the back of her car. And then Amos, like a fucking psycho, (laughs) goes in his own car and starts blasting at him. When she's in her car and shoots like all of her milk, yeah, she's like a she has farmer. like a little farm, and uh, they get out and they she get they start yelling at each other because <laughs> she she like almost killed her. Yeah, and then he just she just like stands in the middle of the road and puts her hands on her hips, <laughs> yeah. and he just has to like break and swerve out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he screams he, he screams blasted female like five times during this whole conversation. <laughs> he does. Oh man! And I was like. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> God dang blasted female. <laughs> and then and then she grabs his gun and points it right at his stomach. And he's like, that thing's loaded. And then she goes, oh, yeah? And then shoots his car. <laughs> shoots his, like, radiator. Yeah. Now it ain't loaded. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then he's like, he's like, how could you do that? I'm like, dude, you shot her car, man. I don't know. Yeah, but he gets so. It's one of my favorite quotes in this movie too. Is when he his face turns beet red, and he's like, "If I find that fox on my property again, I'll blast him, and next time I won't miss." <laughs> he's very bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. 
Um, and then we get another song. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, because at some point Todd goes back to talk to, to Copper, but he's like all locked up or whatever. Yeah, and he comes back, and Big Mama sings a song about elimination due to lack of education. Yeah, because they go and show him. They're like, "Me and Copper are gonna be friends forever," and then Big Mama's like. Yeah, but he's going to turn into a hunting dog. He's going to kill stuff. And then so then the bird goes and shows him the shed, the hunter's shed of just like a bunch of skins. Yeah, and, and he's like, we'll be friends forever. And my big mom was like, honey, forever's a long time. Mm. I love big mama. Yeah. She's so sweet. I do. I, I liked her a lot. Um, And then then time jumps to winter. Yeah. It, yeah. It just kind of... It kind of time cuts here. It's like maybe 10 minutes. 10, 15. And it's only like a few months, but to a fox and a puppy. Oh, yeah. They grow fast. They grow fast. Yeah. Uh, I, said, I put Boomer and, and Ding. I called him Ding. <laughs> Dinky. <laughs> Dinky. Uh, they're going south. Mm-hmm. And because they can't find the worm, because the worm snuck into the house on the plant. Yeah, and then and then he's like cozing up by the fire and makes a little rug, <laughs> yeah. makes a little blankie. <laughs> They're like, look at him, all like he's all snug, snug as a bug. Bug. We're out here freezing our beaks off. Because you think he's gonna say butts, but then he says beaks. Well, yeah, they have beaks, not butts. They can't say butts in a kid's movie yeah they can't say cloaca (laughs) (laughs) isn't that a thing though like you can't say butt in a cartoon like back in this day i don't know i think that was a thing back then they hit a lot of things i think like you couldn't say like butt or like fart i mean i think around this time was like where you could see two people in the same bed so that's true that's true um the the what was it the Flintstones was the first one to show a married couple sleeping in the same room or something. Sacrilegious. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can't. People can't know that they're fucking. No, because like in the Lion King, they're singing the Kuna Matata, and he's like, uh, he was he's about to say every time that I farted, but then Timon stops him and he's like, Pumba, not in front of the kids, because like I <laughs> genuinely think it was a thing that they couldn't say the word fart. Maybe I don't. I have no idea. I just thought that was a goof. But that was that thought was a guffaw. I mean, like it is, but I I think they also couldn't. Could you say googling it? Could you say butt and fart? I Google. Can you say fart in the eighties? Uh, Google. Can you? Google. Could you have said uh? You fuck. I don't know. I'm not finding anything. What about pussy? <laughs> could 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 Copper have said pussy if he wanted to? <laughs> What about tits? <laughs> you know, those are one of the banned words for TV. Tits. It's like pussy tits. Ain't you seen shit, the George Carlin bit? Yeah, that's what I'm referencing. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Yep, those are the seven words. Yeah. I have a Cards Against Humanity did like a special art uh, run where they released like a package that they had like 20 artists. Yeah. Write like a version of one of those words. Yeah. To like, and they donated it all to like our organization. 
and yeah, I just have a card that just says cocksucker, and it's like a chicken, like a fancy like art chicken. <laughs> Dude, did you know that Disney censored episodes of Bluey? Yeah, of course they, they took did. some out. Yeah, because they were too vulgar. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, because they're fucking conservative like, pussies. Come on, they did that shit with Power Rangers. They didn't want to show Power Rangers die, but they did. And, but, like, the bluey shit's like, we didn't want to show them talking about pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what do you mean? Or implied, like... A miscarriage, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it gets heavy. Yeah, but it's not, like, that heavy. People like, a five-year-old's not going to know what that... And if they do, they're going to learn, and they're not going to be fucked up from it. They're going to... Yeah, like they the did perfect... this shit on, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was talking about, like, you know, drugs and addiction and cutting themselves and stuff. People, especially conservative things, kids... I'm not. They are precious, and you should keep their innocence. But like, they're not stupid. No, kids are fucking smart. Like, I mean, I talked to you about how in Karate Kid, I had to explain what the fucking internment camps were to Rowan. Yeah, but like you say it in. A I way didn't. That I didn't explain like sense. the violent shit that happened. Yeah. I I didn't exclude it because I was like hiding it. I he just doesn't. Yeah, he'll hear learn that. about that in, yeah. when he gets older. Um, but like I told him it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. They learned that in like fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. They start learning it. Kinda. They don't spend enough no, time on that No, just a little shit. bit. But then, because they're not old enough to really dive deep into it emotionally. And also, America's very good at not, conveniently not saying the bad things sometimes. I, as a teacher, fucking don't care. <laughs> I, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's how it should be. My, one of my college professors was like, you're going to be forced to teach things that aren't true. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm not saying it. Fire and he's me. like, you're going to have to. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Like, what are they going to do? If they don't want me to do it, then I don't want to work there. Yeah. I'll find somewhere else who will let me say real truth. They, and I work in a school district that I don't genuinely don't believe that would ever be a problem, so I'm cool with it. It's also not like you're, you're like, saying wild shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like teaching them about Juneteenth and shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Oh man, we're losing all of our conservative listeners. <laughs> what? Who would have known on the on the on the cartoon episode? <laughs> I'm surprised if any made it to Fight Club. Honestly, because <laughs> we were pretty like anti-capitalist and pro LGBTQ in that episode. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. We're I'm, I'm I mean we're both we both lean left, obviously. So yeah, so they go on a hunting trip in the winter, and it's all snow, and Copper's like jumping through little footprints of chiefs, and he, he chases a rabbit. Yeah, and he can't get it. And he trips on the ice like a silly, silly goose dog. <laughs> and there's a, there's a slight montage of them going out and stuff, and we see Copper. He's like becoming big a, boy, a, a, a big boy, and also a hunting dog. Yes, he's getting very good because he's like, what is that a? A hound? They're called it's a hound dog, right? Yes, they yes. are hound dogs. I was gonna say basset hound, but that's that's not the same dog. No, he's big. I don't actually know what the breed is because he's not like a bloodhound. I, I also think bloodhound is not the like official name for that breed either. I'm so bad. Oh yeah, he's a bloodhound, German Shepherd, Coonhound, Greyhound, just based off those types of dogs. Oh, hell yeah, dude. We inbred all the dogs, though. We had to. They were monstrous wolves. True. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't have any real opinion on this. No, we should not 
No. I do we do we shouldn't. Chihuahuas. Obviously. I know I know you believe that. I'm saying like chihuahuas <laughs> and pugs are abominations. I feel bad for them I, existing. You I know because you ever seen a sucks. pug breed live? I, they, <laughs> yes. It's, it's awful. I never want to own one because they're just watch them suffer. I, and for I 10 don't years. I don't blame people for owning them either because no, like, they deserve it. love too. They're not cute though. So come I at think, me. I think pugs are kind of cute. They like, are not I thought cute. the pug they're was cute in Men in Black. In his little Because he could speak English. And in one scene, I think in the second one, he wears a suit, and that's pretty fucking cute. That is pretty fucking cute. I, but their faces are <laughs> ugly. <laughs> that, and that, I will not apologize. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend like they're cool at all. Unless you're a listener of this show, you're cool. You are cool. The pugs are not. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's gonna get it. Fucking hate mail. <laughs> I love dogs though. No, I will. I will cuddle up to one though. Oh yeah, doesn't mean they're, they're good cute. lap dogs because they can't really run around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, they do fall, and that's pretty fucking funny. It is. They'll just be walking and just or like Shih Tzus. I've seen more Shih Tzus with one eyes than two. Because people bop them on the head and their eyeballs fucking fall out. That's they sneeze. so vile. <laughs> well, you don't even have to hit it that hard. You literally just go... <clears throat> like, literally, they can sneeze and their fucking eyeball <sighs> would just... Because they're Dude, inbred. if I sneezed and my eyeball popped out, I'd fucking kill myself. Why do you think your eyelids shut every time you sneeze? You never sneeze with your eyes open? You, it's impossible. I've, you can do it. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Try it. I've done it. Next time... No, you haven't. Yes, you, I have. you think you have. Okay. Shut <laughs> up with that shit. Give me one example. <laughs> I'll fucking fight you, dude. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I fucking... So, your wife messaged me on Facebook about Avatar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it reset my counter by like a day. Sure. Um, but I made a note in my phone. No, so you'd fucking believe me. She specifically didn't say that... You said if they say like the blue arrow guy, it doesn't count. Oh, okay. Well, so my calendar's a day off, whatever. But I put a I put an event in my calendar, so if I get there without hearing it, I know the exact date this time. Sure, I'm not relying on my incredible memory of dates. Yeah, that you don't believe I have. No, you just made that up. <laughs> Every time someone says that, you're like, "Oh, I guess it was two days away," but now, like, <laughs> it's been getting bitch. pretty close. <laughs> but like, you don't know. You're just pretty sure, bro. You know how my brain works, dog. <laughs> uh, it's it's a nightmare. Same, dude. <laughs> Same. They're nightmares for different reasons. I called my wife on my way here, and then I set the phone on my lap, and then a song came on the radio, and I just started blasting the song. Mm-hmm. And then I looked down, and I was like, and then she was like, hello. <laughs> and it was like a minute 42 and I'm, and I'm into the phone call. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I just called you. <laughs> See, and I have like the opposite problem is like it takes so much alcohol for me to not be aware of everything in the room at all times. And also my own body. Like right now, all that I can, I can feel my nipples. <laughs> can you feel your nipples? No, I can feel my foot. Like like up like and down you like you like touch it and you feel it. But like I, and like I got a little. I got so, some moves. They're not very. I don't got really big boobs. Mostly my belly that's big, <laughs> and like they're not hard or anything. So it's not like they're rubbing against my shirt. But like I'm sitting here and like I'm talking to you and I'm like, my nipples are touching my shirt and I feel it. I don't. And relate. it's like, oh, Austin, take your shirt off, right? I don't like my shirt. I don't like. To not have clothes on my skin. Me neither. Except my piggy. Uh, well, Illinois did become the first state to ban book bannings, though. Nice. Did you see that? I uh, didn't see that. Governor but we Pritz- never did anyway. Pritzer. 
Pritzker. Pritzker. Yeah, I always spell it wrong. Or I say it wrong. Pritzker, yeah, he, he like, I think he finalized the bill. I think that's what he did. But yeah, he was like, yeah, we're like, it's like one of the first states. I think, well, sorry, I think California. Sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. People were like, you're fucked up. <laughs> well, like, Florida book banned everything unless it specifically has to be approved. Or like, it's default. <laughs> Christian propaganda. <laughs> no, literally in public schools in Florida, it's default banned unless it's specifically approved. It's fucking stupid. It is the best state to have a business, though. Is it? Yes. Why? Because there there's is, t- no tax. There's a no tax. No state tax or basically, anything. Basically, yeah. yeah. You know why? Because they make so much money from people going to Disney. Oh yeah. Which is why it's ironic that they're in. It's a also war a very, Disney. very, very red state. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably not going to leave all that in because that no one's going to find that interesting besides <laughs> us. Anyway. I feel like me and you don't actually get to sit down and talk about this stuff enough. We need to like just have a conversation. But I feel like every time we're going to, we're surrounded by people, and like, unless everyone's in on that conversation, they're not. I feel you because all our friends would agree with us. But like, yeah, for sure. Like me, you, and I have like one other friend that I, I could just sit. and We could just fucking. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rednecks, the hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's older now, and he has a fancy collar. Mm-hmm. And he gets to ride shotgun. He gets to ride shotgun. And poor Chief has to sit in the back. <laughs> yeah. They could have all sat up front. Like, come on, you didn't have to do Chief like that. <laughs> well, he caught more skin. He caught more animals than Chief did, so. I guess. And then the birds are back, and they're at it again. They're after Squeaks. Poor Squeaks. That's the B-plot of the movie, by the way. We're going to keep bringing it up. <laughs> no, because at one point, he's like going across an electric telephone pole. <laughs> and the birds are like poking at it and they get shocked. <laughs> and then and then the worm just goes beep beep. He gets electrically charged and he's just beep booping. It looks like a glower. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh the hunter guy's back with the dog and Todd's excited to see Copper. So he like He sneaks over there at night. And Todd's like, No, you need to get out of here, homie. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Copper says to Todd. Sorry, Copper says you need to get out of here. He actually says you need to get out of your homie. That's what he says. Yes. <laughs> verbatim <laughs> but then it ends and then another chase scene happens right this is where the yeah because then chief wakes up and barks and then amos comes out and starts blasting and missing everything yes <laughs> <laughs> and they they uh they chase him and he uh todd hides but copper finds him and he's like this is your one shot one shot i he's like i can't do that. he's like we can't be friends anymore. It's not because I don't like you. We just can't. You're going to die if we're friends. So he's like, this is your one shot. Get out of here. Your one opportunity. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. He puts on a little beanie <laughs> and starts rapping about a guy fucking his girlfriend. <laughs> Copper and Todd have a rap battle. Have you battle. seen 8 Mile? <laughs> no. <laughs> one of those songs is a, his like, baby mama cheats on him. I, the only thing I've seen from that movie is like the climax where he does all the rap battles. Yeah, I've we, seen the compilation. We should, we should on watch YouTube. that movie. It's it's pretty fucking sad and dark. Yeah, but like it's a good movie. From I what I remember, it. it's a good movie. I don't want to Ace Ventura myself here. No, I don't think. It I'm would. like afraid to say opinions about movies now. I understand. <laughs> I don't think it would be like that though. If you're from Detroit, let us know. Is it as bad as people say? Because people say Chicago's bad, and it's not as bad as people say. No, it's not. Um, I mean, it is, but it's not. Like, it's, you could go there and tour, and, like, you'll be all right. Just go home. More than half of Chicago's fine. Yeah, honestly. But there's places in any city that you shouldn't go to. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. Chief finds uh, Todd after he starts running away again. Yeah. And then 
Todd goes running across some railroad tracks, which is like 200 feet above this big cliff. Yeah, it's like the classic, like, um, like a railroad bridge made out of like logs over a big canyon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very precarious. We yeah. built. Um, but then Todd is able to. He's a fox, so he's smaller and more agile, so he can like duck under the train. And then Chief is just wide-eyed in horror because his train's about to hit him. And the Amos is trying to yell at him to jump. And it it's not exactly clear. I feel like he gets hit by the train. But like he he falls off the side of the of the tracks all the way down, smacks against rocks, it's hits brutal. the ground. It is very brutal animation. There's no blood or anything, but like Yeah. There's it's piss brutal. everywhere though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just like to say things like it's true and see if anyone catches me. Um, but then, like, did you think he was dead? What did you think about this scene? I was pretty sure he was dead. Um, but like, I, I could have seen them not just because it's a Disney movie. Yeah, I was like, that should definitely kill him. But I think, he, I think he like shortly after he like raises his head to show you he's not dead. Yeah, because his eyes like start slowly going open and shut. Yeah, he like because he breaks his his leg. Mm-hmm. He sh- but that's not the part he hit on the rocks. No, he, he hit his face, face <laughs> real hard. And that's the part where I was gonna say in the book, Chief, remembering that Chief is the pup. This this exact thing happens to Chief. He gets hit by the train and falls, but he dies. He's a book. puppy though. Yeah, he's younger. Or like a younger dog. Yeah, um, and then um, this is where all those writers had those creative differences. Um, one of the writers specifically, Don Bluth, was one of the animators working on the film. He left Disney after this film to start his own productions due to creative differences specifically about this scene. Because he thought that they should have made it so that Chief died. But then Disney ultimately sided with that Chief didn't die because they thought it was too dark for kids to watch and they didn't think kids should see that. And then he was like, no, that's not what Disney would have wanted. And then so he went and started producing his own. Uh, he he was the head of his own company when they made. Um, uh, they they made I think they made Secret of Nim. I think they made Fern Gully. I think they made I know they made Land Before Time. Have you seen that movie? I've seen it's like the mama dinosaur dies at the very beginning. I've seen a couple Land Before Times. I know I've seen the first one, but I don't know what other ones I've seen. Yeah, Don Bluth is the head of the company that made that. I like the Land Before Times. They're very fun. Yeah, they're very good movies. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's that was my favorite character. Oh no, that you just reminded me of the the little girl, the actress. Yeah, she, she yeah, passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's sad, but like that's not why she's my favorite. No, she's adorable. <laughs> I just like a yes, yes, yes. Um, that those movies are just nice. They are. I don't know if I could watch them again because it makes me sad knowing that my yeah. favorite character. The person who played her passed away. They she died really young. Yeah, it was like bad. Yeah. Oh, and then Copper looks up at Todd, and he's like, he's basically like, I'm gonna kill you for this. He's like, I'm gonna get ya. Yeah. I'll get you for this. Like, come on, just say kill. Like, (laughs) yeah. And because it's weird because then Amos says kill literally the next scene. (laughs) Yeah. Talking about how he almost killed Chief. Yeah. Because Chief's all like. W- w- limping and whining everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a little crybaby. Yeah, and then and then because like Amos is scolding him, and he's like, "Ah, get back in there before I break your other leg." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Quit whining. Uh, so then, um, Widow Tweed kind of puts it together that it's he, the hunter's first day back, and he's already trying to go with Todd. Yes, he's like you. I can't raise. I can't keep you here. Yeah, like it. You're gonna. He's gonna get you. Yeah. Um. I mean, t- from Amos's perspective, he thinks he's doing bad things. Yeah. Cause, well, like when he was a kid, it looked like he was trying to eat his chickens. He he wasn't. No, he was. No, he was running from chief. But like, Amos didn't know that. He's just there's yeah. this fox in his chicken coop. Because foxes are notorious for killing chickens. Yeah, and eating their eggs. Mm-hmm. So like, I totally get it. Um, and then it looks like he tried, like, Chief followed him on the road tracks, and so, like, inherent, like, it, he did get Chief hurt, but Chief did follow him, so it wasn't like... Right. Todd was, Todd wasn't trying to trick him into doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, he is a villain, technically, but, like, he's not, like... There's a video called... He's not, like, a malicious villain, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a video called Disney's Greatest Anti-Villain, and it's, like... You know, like anti-hero. Yeah, it's like anti-villain, and it's like the definition that he gives for anti-villain is like somebody who, like, his actions are not um, necessarily unjustified, but he's not intending to be evil. It's just like from our perspective. Yeah, he's evil. Yeah, because like Thanos thinks he's right, but he's not. He's obviously evil, mm-hmm. but like he's. Um, He's trying. Thanos is trying to justify his actions, but he's still being evil. It's, it's still not, inherently evil. Yeah, yeah, but like, whereas he is basically just a hunter who thinks that this fox is attacking his dogs and chickens. Yes. But then, towards the end of the movie, he does try to murder the fox on purpose, just because he wants to. So. Yeah, he like becomes. He's not. He yeah. doesn't. His actions are not justifiable, but he's still. You know. He's just a hunter, and, and like, that's what and, he does. And plus, this is set in like the 20s or something. Something like that. And like this is probably how he gets food, too. So Yeah, like, exactly. That's how he makes a living is hunting animals. It just so happens that the fox is our main character. Yeah. You know? um, but so then... Do the saddest scene. Dude, I fucking loved this scene, man. It's so sad. I, I, I'm covering my eyes right now. <laughs> I, I think I, I definitely teared up a little bit. It didn't make me like... I fucking weeped, It didn't dude. make me weep. I sobbed. <laughs> I yeah. swear to God, every time it's I so watched sad. this it's movie... It's so good. I never cried as a kid. I, as a kid, I did not understand. The, I didn't understand people's opinions about this movie because people love this movie and then they're like, oh, it's so sad. And I'm like, fucking no, it's not. <laughs> and and when I was a kid, I was like, it's not sad. They're like, the ending is so sad. And I'm like, the ending is not sad. Everybody's fine. Nobody died. Why is it sad? But then when I was an adult and I rewatched mm-hmm. it and I fucking lost my shit. And I was like, oh, I get it now. Because I didn't cry to movies when I was a kid. I didn't start crying to the movies till I was an adult. <laughs> yeah. I And it was mostly to kids' movies. <laughs> I Yeah, because I didn't cry when I, I think I don't know if I cried. I don't remember if I cried as a kid. Um, but then, like, as a teen going into my 20s, I didn't cry because I didn't want people to think I was gay. Yeah. And then I saw Interstellar in 2014. <laughs> That's the one? That's the one that That's broke the one that me. got at the end? Like, there's, like, three scenes in that movie. Okay. Uh, you've seen it? Uh, yeah, I've I'm seen cut. it a few times. Here, one second. Cut this out. Um, and then it was with me and Shane Ranson, who you met at the party, just, yeah, like, yeah, arm yeah. in arm, literally hugging each other, bawling. <laughs> 
Yeah. Were you drinking? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just in a theater. I believe. Oh, in the theater? Yeah. Oh, I believe it. There was like two other couples in there. I mean, we weren't we weren't a couple, but there was like a, <laughs> two couples, <laughs> two other. Couples. I think it was like a like a, like a wink, gay wink. couple and uh, like a like a straight couple. Were you all weeping? Yeah, because we, we looked Absolutely. back and like the guy was like a big tough guy, like the straight couple. Yeah, he was just like. like Hell yeah, brother. We heard him. He just whispered, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and his girlfriend's like crying into his chest and he's yeah. also crying, but she's like doing it so she can't see. <laughs> I almost cried when I saw Inside Out in theaters. I sobbed like a fucking baby when I saw Coco and I I cried. Um, I think Encanto made me cry. I haven't seen that. Well, I think we'll eventually watch it because I really liked it. So, um, Have you seen Home no. with a little purple alien guy? I don't, oh, with a that Big fucking- Bang Theory. Yeah, that fucking movie movie made me. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid movie made me cry. Yeah, I've cried at stupid shit. Ever since Interstellar, though, I've just let it rip, dude. Me too. Honestly, like, anytime I'm like good. gonna cry, I just let it. Even if it's like over something that's it's like now I don't want to say silly, but like even if it's like a light cry, even if it's like a light cry, I let it happen because like I cry over silly things. It now. makes that it makes that experience. Dude, if a fucking TV commercial, if a Doritos commercial is heartfelt enough, I'll fucking cry. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a there was a there was a spearmint gum commercial one time that made me cry. I've never <laughs> cried to a commercial before. That's the only time that ever happened. But it was like a whole ass minute long commercial, and I swear to God, it made me cry. Have you ever seen the Folgers commercial where the brothers are look they're gonna fuck? No. <laughs> you gotta show me now, Fol- Folgers. Coffee? Folgers? Folgers? I don't Folgers. know. Folgers. It's definitely not that. <laughs> Zuba. Oh my gosh, the first one. <laughs> the original Folgers commercial? I kind of remember this. What? West Africa. This is... Doesn't it feel like they're going to fuck? Yeah. Boom. Is fucking your sister. <laughs> Farmersonly.com. The Folgers incest commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know how much the mic picked up on that, but we'll leave it in. Good morning. My name is Austin. And my name is Anna. And we are from the podcast Reading Isn't for Kids, a book club podcast where two grown adults read children's chapter books and sometimes comics. Chapter books like Junie B. Jones. Magic Treehouse. Fear Street. And the Walking Dead comics. Right, which are slightly less childish than the other ones, but it's not like a kid should pick up and read any of these books anyway. Reading isn't for kids. Silly kid. Reading's for adults. (laughs) I've been collecting my chapter books since I was a kid. Uh, I figured I'd put them to good use besides letting them sit on the shelf. So if you'd like to head down a little nostalgia road with us as we dive into these classic children literature... Join us every other Saturday on the Encounter Co. Network. Do you want to say something to end it? And if you have any old joke books, throw them out immediately. Yeah, incest commercial. Why did that come up? <laughs> oh, because you said you cried because from a Dorito commercial. Fox and the Hound, incest. Where are we? Anyway. Uh, sad scene <clears throat> drives him, takes his collar off and says... Uh, goodbye and like gives him a hug this song that plays is so fucking sad and it starts to rain yeah it's so they they tried so hard to make it the saddest scene ever made (laughs)
I mean, it works. It does work. <clears throat> and now, now we're in like the the final, the final like third of the movie here. Yes. And during the storm, he he like is running, and he runs into like a badger hole, and wakes up the badger who starts yelling at him, and it, it kind of like it brings some levity. Some like relief to the sadness because it's kind of silly. Yeah, he's so grumpy. <laughs> yeah, he's I like, love his voice actor. Yes, go on, get going, <laughs> get out of here, John McLintry. He looks like a Western guy. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that I, he's in like other voices, and he sounds exactly the same in everything. He's got that cowboy voice. <laughs> uh, but then he the the porcupine offers for him to stay with him. Do you know who the porcupine is? Who? Piglet. Hell yeah. That's why I wanted to punch it. <sighs> Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a piglet hater. Bro, piglet's my favorite. Besides Pooh. I think my favorite's the rabbit or the or tigger. The rabbit is insufferable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody thinks like me. <laughs> yeah, because the rabbit... Have you seen that thing where like every has... Pooh character is like oh, a yeah. thing? Like depression a... and OCD and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, Christopher Watt Robin is is like schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my favorite version of that. Honestly, it makes me like the characters more. Honestly, because it's a little kid trying to like. They kind of do happy. that with, with like Ed, Ed and Eddie. They're oh, all in purgatory. Yeah. yeah, they do with all that shit. I love him though. I can't get enough of that shit. <laughs> I was really into it, and then when it, when like they first started doing that shit, I uh, like those kind of videos, and then I kind of got like. I just started seeing the patterns, and I was like, all right, I'm yeah, I I'm you. good. It, it gets a little crazy after a while, but once we watch our first Pixar movie, dude, it's game over. <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, Amos and Copper see that the that Tweed dropped Todd off at the game reserve so that no one could hunt him. Yes. And Amos and Copper are like, we're going to go hunt him still. Yeah, and they freaking... Wait, 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 wait. Before... Before we get into that. I wasn't going to. I'm just saying they, oh, they do okay, say yes, that and then it yes. cuts to, to Todd and he does all of his Todd shit. Yeah. Um, she did the responsible thing by taking him to a protected wildlife preserve. Yes. Um, where he should never be bothering Amos again. And then the next and the next morning, Big Mama comes visit him. And uh, but she finds Vixie first, mm-hmm. which is a girl fox mm-hmm. who's who asks to help because. Big Mama says that he's handsome. Yeah. Do you know who designed Vixie? No. Tim Burton. Really? Yeah. He's not even like he's credited. Not, at he's all. not. They didn't credit him. Or he, did, he didn't want to be credited. I sure. can't remember what it was. Yeah, and uncredited Tim Burton did the character animation for the character Vixie. Interesting. She was so different from the dark and gothic loving Burton style that he initially only animated her with distant shots. The close up of her was done but when Burton grew to like her. So I, he, I, my theory, I did. There's no proof behind this, because I didn't do too much research on that. Because I don't know, you get, you get into like 80s movies. There's, it's hard to find, you know, like big source stuff unless it's like a big popular movie. But I think he was like almost embarrassed, because like he, you know, his stuff's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, and, and then Vicks, he made a cute little fox. Yeah, chick. but she's like honestly kind of like very. She's very feminine. Yeah. It, and I, once I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's definitely a Burton character. <laughs> She's kind of horny. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I thought that she was She doesn't really have, like, fox tits. No. She's but... got a little bit of extra fluff in the breast area, you know, like 80s cartoons did. But, but yeah, but I meant, like, just, like, the the way she moves and stuff is, is yeah. a little Tim Burton-y. Yeah. So I, I thought that I was really it. interesting. It made me like Vixie a lot more than I already I did like her mm-hmm. to begin with. But I was like, 
That is cool though. I definitely. I'm not like a Tim Burton stan, but I do. I do like his stuff. Yeah, for sure. But I, I didn't know if you saw that because I was like I did not. shocked, and I saw it on a multiple websites. So I was like, okay, it has to be at least like a, one of those confirmed rumors. Yeah. Maybe Tim Burton's never come. I mean, obviously Tim Burton did come out and say he did. If he, that was a quote from him, but true. Um. <clears throat> She is a manic pixie dream fox, is what you wrote. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is a manic pixie dream fox. Big ol' eyelashes. <laughs> but Todd's like awestruck when he sees he her. He is completely He's stunned. He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he literally. <laughs> he almost did. If this was a different movie, his eyes would have bulged out of his head. Yeah, and his heart would have went boom, 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 boom. And he's like, he had to like roll his tongue back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they hit it off, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, Todd's got Riz. He's got Riz. <laughs> well, it, he <laughs> thinks he's got Riz. He's got Gamer Boy Riz. He starts pretending like he actually knows how to fish. <laughs> I mean, it works still, even though he doesn't catch the fish. She like loves it that he's... Yeah, but then he gets all fucking mad at <laughs> he her. He gets all butthurt. <laughs> yeah, because, okay. So then he's like, yeah, I... I know how to fish. I'm actually, I'm actually the best around these parts. <laughs> and he like jumps in the water and he can't get it. And he falls in a log and shit. <laughs> and everyone's laughing at him. And he's like, "Go ahead and laugh, you stupid, you silly, empty-headed female." Yeah, <laughs> empty-headed female. <laughs> now wait just a minute. Because uh, I don't think they were laughing at him. No, they were laughing because it's fucking funny. They were laughing because he got with wet. Him. Yeah. It's uh, like you just like everyone else around here, because like the badger and shit. Mm-hmm. And I wrote raspberries. Uh, I don't know why I wrote raspberries because we had to have the subtitles on. Oh no, Gwyneth that's Sora. what he says. He like he can't get the fish, and he's like, "Oh, raspberries!" <laughs> Instead of like, "God damn it!" He's like, "Raspberries." <laughs> what if they just said like they're like fucking shit, <laughs> <laughs> stupid? Fucking female. <laughs> Andrew Tate warned me about <laughs> you. <laughs> Amos Slate. Andrew Tate. Hey. Hey. Coincidence? Coincidence. I want I hate both of them. <laughs> Coincidence. Um I I've been cutting out every time I reference that guy because I don't want him to get any gonna say, are we, attention. Are we like in twenty years that's gonna be a completely not relevant reference? I hope in, so. In two years, so I hope I so. hope so. I would give a toe for that to be real right yeah. now. There's gonna be an, another one to replace him though. You know, there's always one. But they make up and they start cuddling. Mm-hmm. From a flower sneeze. A chew. And then they just go on a nice little walk, and there's little duckies, and she's like, I think six would be <laughs> just right. And he's like, six what? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Six six bacon strips? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then they're, uh, I, I wrote this, it's not true, but I wrote, oh, Todd and, and Vixie are happy, so one of them is going to die. <laughs> yeah, that's about on par for movies like this. Uh-huh. Uh, then there's like a, a pathway where Amos and Cooper have laid a bunch of Coopers? traps. Copper. I, I kept saying Cooper too every time I was watching this movie. Hmm. I, uh, yeah. Amos and Copper have laid a bunch of traps. Yeah, the bear traps. And Vixie's like, I don't want to go in there. This is bad news, bro. 
Copper's, I mean, Todd's like, it'll be fine. Uh, I mean, he does, he is fine, but he does trigger a bunch of the traps. Yeah. And this is like where we get our final chase scene. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty intense. Uh Uh-huh. This shit is so just, the animation is really, really intense and really, really good. Cause, cause then this is the part where they show Amos and Copper Minus Chief, because he's broken leg. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, break the barbed wire to get into this protected area. Yes. To go hunt. And they chase him into a burrow. Yes, they chase him into his a burrow, and then they, like, cover part of it with straw and set it on fire. And then they go to the other side, and they're like, this is their only way out. And then Fox... No. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Todd and Vixie burst through the flames, and Amos can't believe it, and they get away... And then there's this big waterfall, which you, which I, I meant to mention earlier. This movie does a really good job of like setting scenes up for later, because like at the beginning of the movie, you see Todd and Copper playing when they're little puppies, little pups in the lake, and then it like just zooms out, and you see this big hill in the background with a waterfall, and like that's the waterfall that they're at now. Yeah, I really like that. This this movie is good at at that. Like, they're not just they. they this waterfall didn't come out of nowhere. You've seen it in the background before. You just didn't, you know, we weren't there yet, but now we're there. Um, but like, then all of a sudden there's just big ass fucking bear. Yeah, dude. There's a, a big bear. Dude. The biggest bear in the world. The biggest goddamn bear, dude. It's, this shit's like 20 feet tall. He's like, rawr. <laughs> it's like a Godzilla bear. It's so big. Uh, and like, it's, he, the bear starts fighting Amos. And yeah, copper. it's just hitting everything. But in the, but Amos steps in a trap. Yes. <laughs> and the the bear trap is like clawed on his ankle. Uh-huh. Which like if you really stepped on those, wouldn't that like shatter your fucking bones? So or would it just like like lodged? Uh it depends. It can just slits. lodge. It would yeah. still hurt because the metal. But yeah. usually what happens with those when like people step on them, that one of the spikes goes through your foot. Yeah. And it doesn't like sever your foot usually. I guess it wouldn't that would if it was too powerful, then the bear would get away. It, you want it to get stuck. Those on things the bear. are like, it's like a lot. Like it breaks your, it breaks your bone. Yeah, but it wouldn't sever. It usually because then the bear sever. would get away, and that defeats the purpose. Well, the you have, an, you the have to really, really, dude. Bears are really strong. Like, yeah, even like a high-powered bear trap. Uh, there's high-powered ones that will just snap your foot off. Yeah, for sure. Um, but most of the time, bears are so meaty mm-hmm. that you, there's. It doesn't really There's, do that. Bears are be scary though. Um, I've never seen one in the wild before, but I, no, I yeah. don't want to. <laughs> no, me either. They're just kind of like fucking monster bear, monster cat dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're fighting. But then Todd and Vixie are getting away, and Todd's like, "I need to, I need to save them." Yeah, because he's just beating the shit out of Copper and Amos. Mm-hmm. And then the bear's about to just kill him. And then Todd comes and, and bites the bear on its neck and then slings it down. And the bear, like, <laughs> like falls on top of the log. Because the log is, like, strewn horizontally across the waterfall somehow. Yeah. And then the bear, like, crashes through. crashes through it. And Todd and the bear go falling down 100 feet. And uh, Copper finds intense. Todd at the base of the waterfall. Yes. And he's, like... Oh, wait, wait, Whoa. wait. I don't remember if it was during this scene or earlier at the train tracks. I'm going to show you a picture. But when Copper and Todd 
see each other and are growling it at was, each other. It was right. It was um. It was right before the start the of this fight. Yeah. 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 I, Dude, that shit is scary. It's good. The Todd's face with his his <laughs> Jowls, teeth yeah. and spiky teeth and shit is so scary. Yeah, dude, canines are terrifying <laughs> when yeah. they, like, do that. There's several points when, during when they fight, like, Todd could have killed Copper for sure. Todd gets his teeth on Copper several times. He Copper bites him in the neck. No, no, Todd bites Copper in the neck at one point. Copper, or Todd bites Copper in the arm at one point. Like, Todd gets the best of Copper several times because he's quicker. Yeah. But he doesn't do it. Yeah, because it's his friend and he doesn't want to hurt him. And um, but so then, at, at the base of the waterfall, yes. Copper comes up to Todd and like Todd is just exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then Amos shows up and he aims the gun at Todd. Yeah, and he like wants to shoot him dead. And then Copper looks up at Amos and he's just like stands further over Todd. And he's like protecting him it's like he's like you can't shoot him and he's like copper get out of the way he's like no <laughs> and amos just goes sighs and goes well, let's go <laughs> yeah like in in the the slow look of exasperated like i guess you're right i shouldn't do this like it's so good the animation of him being so furious to just his eyebrows slowly dropping and he's just like that's because he like puts it together. Because yeah. like they would have died if Todd didn't do that. Yeah, for sure. The bear would have killed all of them, and rightly so. Yeah, he was in their <laughs> space. Um, and then they share a knowing glance as they both walk in opposite directions mm-hmm. for the last time. Yeah, it's very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. And we get Boomer and Dinky, literally right after that. Oh, when they're finding the caterpillar, the little caterpillar. They catch. They finally catch Squeaks, mm-hmm. but he's in like a cocoon. They're like, "What is this?" And then Squeaks turns into a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, a pretty blue and purple butterfly, and then he flies away. <laughs> and then Mrs. or Big Mama's like, "Bye bye, Squeaks." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's his fucking name." <laughs> Why did Big Mama know? <laughs> Big Mama knows all. Big Mama knows. She's she's actually a representation of God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the omnipotent, all-knowing <laughs> owl. Uh, then Widow Tweed is patching up Amos. Yeah. And he's throwing a fit about this leg. And then Chief is like, look at him whining about this stupid leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a leg. Get over it. <laughs> and then the final scene is Copper dreaming of them playing. What? No. Dreaming? There's no dream sequences. Like he like is like daydreaming about them playing. Are you saying that you watched a version of the film where they showed that happening? Yeah. No. Oh it okay. It's not a I don't think it's a dream though. I think it's just I think it's just showing us the audience like yeah, the it's evolution like a, of their It's like a daydream where like he like is looking off. And... Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, not like he's fucking falls asleep. No, I just never thought of it like that before. I never thought of it from like like that was Copper's point of view. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, like he's just like uh, and thinking of 
Like it's That's his representation of him remembering yeah. them playing. I can see that. That's interesting. I never thought of it like that. I always just thought of it as like, that's like the narration, like speaking to us, the viewers, like the evolution of, you know, the friends. It's probably, it could be both, honestly. Yeah. yeah the, like that's just, that's what it was and it was real and now they're old and they grow apart and sometimes that happens and it's okay. Yeah. And Todd is with Vixie watching, watching like. Yeah. He's like on top of a hill just overseeing everything. And, like, that's, I guess, kind of the sad part is that they can't be together, but they still love each other, you know? Well, yeah, those memories. You still got those memories. For sure. <clears throat> All right. So, that's it. Final thoughts, I guess. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Genuinely, I'm keeping it at the top of my favorite Disney movie mm-hmm. of all time. It is the last Disney movie to say the end at the end. Is it? Mm-hmm. Like, where there's no credits. Yeah. It just says the end and it ends. Yeah. It's the last movie they did it with. Hmm. I mean, maybe they've done it since to like as an homage, but that's like yeah, where they yeah. officially switched from the credits being at the front to the end. Yes. I didn't know that was the last one to do that's it. That's just that's what Wikipedia said. I believe so, it. Though. I mean, cuz yeah. I don't know if, like obviously I'd, some of these fun facts I don't fuck. I mean, we're just looking up for fun. There are animated movies at least though. I know there's some Disney movies after this where it's like live action and they, they specified animated. The yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because they had, like, the whole credits at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, they even had, like, you know, Technicolor and stuff at the beginning. With Apparently the they used symbols. to do that with, all the time. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, d- I guess I didn't realize there was no end credits. Uh, that's just what... I, I don't remember end credits. I think there's not, yeah, on the VHS, and it just ends. I think on the Disney version there, like, on the Disney Plus version there is. Probably, because it's, like, different languages. But, it, like, it, you could tell it's, like... The Disney it's, Plus version like, of credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I I thought the movie was a little slow, but it, I, it was very sweet, and I enjoyed my time. I wasn't annoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the see. one critique I've heard that is like, there's like half an hour of fluff that could be cut out. Yeah. But, you know, I think it still works. I mean, The I, movie's only like an hour and 20 minutes, so it's not... Again, yeah, it wasn't like mad. I, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if I have to be honest, like that was the only thing that I noticed that was annoying. I understand. But again, it's one of those things that's annoying that's like not really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like get back to the like, A plot. This was like uh, Disney quality. I, and I expect nothing less. Like I expected it to be good. Yeah. Because like that's, that's their bread and butter, especially during this time where they were like dying. Yeah, this movie <laughs> and... Um, the Great Mouse Detective, I think were both '80s Disney movies, and I loved both of them. As Never a kid. seen the other the mouse Great one. Mouse Detective. I fucking love that movie, dude. So I'll give my rating before you, um, and I, I gave it honest rating. I did like it, and I did give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. And it wasn't because I just based it off of other Disney movies I've seen and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like. I'm not a big animal guy, so like that that's not fair to like I'll put that when you're thinking of my opinion. Like I, I liked it even though it was like main animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So six out of ten, which our scale is like five is like average. Average movie. Mid six and seven's like this is a good movie. Yeah. Eight and nine's like this is a good movie. Yeah. So I gave it a six and it I did I was worried I didn't want to hurt your feelings by giving it a six. I don't want you to think I didn't like it or anything. I really did. Um, but like, if I'm looking back, cause like I, after I watched it, I went and looked at some other Disney movies, especially like some from this time 
Like, I think the Jungle Book came out around this one, too. Yeah. I like the Jungle Book a lot more. That's, and I, I've seen it recently, too. So, like, I know. Yeah, that's a all-time classic. But, you know, that's, like, that's what I was thinking. Cause I, I think I, that was, like, 60s, though, wasn't it? Actually, I, think, I don't think it was around this time. I think Jungle Book is a lot older. 67? Yeah. Well then, well, then, yeah. Movie. So, <laughs> that was the only other movie I seen. Like, The Rescuers was 80s, I think. And, like, I like The Brave Little Toaster more. I fucking love Is that Disney? Yeah. I love Brave Little Toaster. And, I don't think I like it more than this, but... Yeah, but I, but I did. But again, I like it's it's more weird, and I, I vibe with that more. Yeah. Uh, so like comparing it to because I'm those are the only I've only seen three movies between uh, sixty three and eighty nine of oh, Disney. Yeah, and that's the Jungle Book, Brave Little Toaster, and the Little Mermaid. You ain't seen Robin Kid. What? Uh, Robin? I meant to say Robin Hood. <laughs> you haven't seen Robin Kid, dude. He's a fucking kid and shit. No, I haven't. Seen, I haven't even seen Cinderella, bro. Wow. I mean, like, maybe when I was a kid, but, like, I don't remember watching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Dude, I fuck it. That would be fucks. I was going to say, that's 80s, too. But I've seen that. Yeah. But this, again, this is missing stuff, remember? Although, that's not Disney. I don't that's think that's fucking Disney. Warner Brothers. There's Disney characters in it, Why but it's like this... a collection. There's, because there's Disney characters in it, because I they're, guess. like, they're, like, uh, it's, like, a, it's like, they're, like, collabing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sure. Like, cause it's like they poke fun at Disney, so like there's a Disney character. I'm pretty sure. I I don't actually. It's know. been a long time, and I it dude, talking about awakening. I haven't seen that movie. Talking about awakenings, my guy, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. And she likes a silly little guy, huh? Matthew. I'm a silly little guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk about some... a movie that's way horny for no reason. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Have you seen this American Tale? No. This was my first favorite movie. I watched it all the time when I was little, little, and <laughs> yeah. then I haven't seen it since I was like 10. Hell yeah. All right, so yeah, anyway. 6 out of 10. What is, oh, Anna watched it with me. She gave it a 7 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Because it made me cry every time I watched the movie. I watched, I could pull up the clip of it right now on YouTube. I'd probably cry. And um, I th- would... I would have rated it higher if Chief died. I think Chief should have died. Yeah, Chief should have died. I would have too. It, it kind of like took away from it. Yeah, and like it would have really given Copper like, you killed my brother, mm-hmm. you know? But whatever. But yeah, so 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. That, and we don't, because we don't do half ratings. If It it would be a 6.5 probably if we did half ratings, but That's we don't. Um, maybe in the future... We can we can hire that guy to give us some point fives and stuff. Uh, <laughs> twenty point scale is. Well, you know what I mean. Just just a. No, I know, but it's effectively a twenty point scale. You know, if you do. Yeah. Point fives, which is fine, but like you know, I just like my even numbers. Me too, but my wife my loves her points. Yeah, yeah. She'll be like, it was like a six point three two one, and I'm like, you're a fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not a six and a half, but six is not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, the only points I do is I say 6.9 because that's funny. Sure. <laughs> okay, Elon Musk. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> if I, I, bet, I bet you want to rate it a 4.20. Oh, my God. I want to eat a bullet. <laughs> Fun facts. It's a water. It was produced by Disney, distributed by B- Bona Vista Distribution. Buena now, Vista. Now all the movies are... Produced and distributed by Disney, mm-hmm. so I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. Um, it's rated G. 
You think it would have been PG if Chief died? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Baker does the music. Did I have any facts about the music? Here, let me look. Uh, no. <laughs> I think this was one of his only movies. There was... Oh, his Wikipedia didn't have a... It wasn't hyperlinked. Ah. So he must have not done many things. I don't know. I mean, it was good. He did a good job. Yeah. The budget was $12 million. It made $38.6 I Again, I didn't fucking transfer to inflation money. That's okay. Oh, I did. I did. Uh, so the you US, put both the, of them. I did. The U.S. total... I just didn't do the budget. I didn't inflate the budget for us. Uh, the U.S. total was $39.9 million. Uh, so that means... And I, I got this from... There was no info on Wikipedia or box office on the opening weekend. And the box office mojo had more data than Wikipedia. Um, so this is kind of where I pulled this stuff. So in the U.S., it made about $40 million, Translated to modern-day money in 2022, that is $128.5 million. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, it made about $23 million, And then inflated was about $76 million. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Good. dude! I I think that this was one of the movies that like took Disney out of bankruptcy because Disney was about to be bankrupt in the late eighties. Yeah, so worldwide it made sixty three point five million or two hundred and four million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it made a profit of one hundred and sixty five point eight million dollars, calculated for inflation. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah, th- this movie and great mouse detective were two of the big ones that took disney out of potential bankruptcy in the 80s yeah i mean because it said in its original release its domestic gross was the higher highest for an animated film at the time yeah from its initial release and even in rentals it reported to make 14.2 million dollars <laughs> while it's in t- international renters rentals totaled to 43 that's insane so like uh, quadruple that for modern day money <laughs> wow i mean rentals are dead now basically yeah um, but still, that's crazy. It w- it released the- uh, theatrically on March twenty fifth, nineteen eighty eight, again, where it grossed another twenty three point five million dollars. <laughs> so it, the re release, and it, it wasn't even like a ton of theaters. Well, yeah, because that was when when did VHS just come out? That would have been like right before VHS were invented. So they had to watch it in theaters. I never yeah. thought about that for a long time. Like when Star Wars came out and shit. Like the only way to watch it was in theaters. Because mm-hmm. VHSs didn't exist. Home video was not a thing. No. And that's why I wrote here. I said, the film has been released on VHS, Laserdisc, DVD, HDDVD, Blu-ray, and digitally. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, It yeah, yeah. fucking started. It was like. Laserdisc. Laserdisc. VHS. Homie. Wasn't there something before VHS that was like big ass VHS tapes? I think probably. there was. Probably. It was probably like only rich people had it or something. Before V. Not- it's just like drawings. <laughs> I typed in VHX on accident. Oh, dude, porn? Just someone <laughs> fucking a VHS? <laughs> the first videotape inside a cassette case. Um, yeah, the U-Matic was basically a rectangular cassette thing, but it was fucking huge. Yeah. Like those movie reels, you know? Like that yeah. are on those cameras. It was like that, but a big rectangle. Hell yeah. It it didn't say it was released on that, so... No, it would not have absolutely been. That's um, just for movie theaters and stuff. In, in May 1967, shortly before the novel won the, Do- the Dutton Animal Book Award, mm-hmm. it was reported that Walt Disney Productions obtained the rights to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in 1977, development began on the project after Wolfgang Ritherman had read the original novel and decided that it would make a good animated film. Mm-hmm. So they sat on the movie for like 
on the rights for like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And and also, I didn't mention this before and I haven't read the whole book, but I have I have heard that the villain per se of the book is humans because a big plot point in the book is that um human construction is destroying the wild life areas yeah. and they start bulldozing the areas and so then the hunter can't get food because the natural animals are getting destroyed their environments are getting destroyed and then the foxes homes are getting destroyed because they're trying to build a city so like that's like one of the main messages of the film is that like humans are destroying nature hell yeah the boobies not really that <laughs> no they took a lot of liberties with this movie which is fine Except for Chief should have died, but yeah, it's the only the Chief said. It's my only gripe. <laughs> uh, this was Disney's first animated feature to use computer graphics. Most of the CGI in this movie is shown is shown during the scene where Amos Slade uh, traps Todd and Vixie in the burrow. Oh, because of the fire. Mm-hmm. So the fire must have been yes, because the fire is not hand drawn. I think it's, it takes a lot of frames to draw fire. Probably, yeah, because it's uh, crazy. And uh, it's I like one of those things where they overlay it on top of the frame. Yes, probably, yeah. Uh, the bear snarl is the same snarl as Shere Khan in the tiger. Nice, and the, the tiger from the Jungle Book, and Brutus the Nero, the crocodiles from the Rescuers. I haven't seen the Rescuers, but they 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 do this with tons of stuff. Oh, they, for sure, they reuse they, they reuse like um, animation. Yeah, they give ske- it sketches. Where like there's a dance scenes and stuff that are exactly the same in different movies. And they <laughs> yeah. sketch over it with different characters. Uh, this is my last fun fact before we get into like awards and shit. Um, but this is the tenth Disney movie that Kurt Russell has acted in. Oh, sick! As well as his only animated one. Wow. I didn't even think to look up. Kurt it was Russell's on IMBD. <laughs> IMBD did all those last facts for yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> um. So I thought that was... I didn't know Kurt Russell has done so much Disney shit. <laughs> well, is it counting like Marvel, though? I guess that was only one movie. Yeah, Two. he was only in one, one movie. Yeah, you're right. He killed that role, though. He did. I have seen that movie. Well, that's because the Guardians... Got, dude, you, you gotta... Even when Guardians 3 goes out, you gotta go see it. Those movies are so good. I thought it was already out. It might, it might be already out. I haven't... I don't go to theaters, so... I don't go to theaters anymore. <laughs> it's not the movie's fault. Uh, it yeah, might. It came out on May fifth. Okay, yeah. So, but when it, I bet like when it gets on Disney Plus. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because um, those stories are pretty contained. Yeah. Those that saga. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so it was. It did win some stuff. Um. It was nominated for the ninth Saturn Awards for best fantasy film, but it lost to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Fantasy film. Uh huh. I do. I don't know. It was the eighties, man. Uh, third, it was the third Youth and Film Awards. The wiki was wrong. It said fifth, but it's actually the third. So I found a wik- Wikipedia correction because I'm insane. Uh, I didn't. I didn't submit it because who gives a shit? Uh, but the best movie picture for fantasy or comedy, it lost to Clash of the Titans, the like 1980s version of Clash of the Titans. That's like uh, I think it's Clay Claymation. Yeah, so it lost to that movie. Christiana really likes that movie. Um. But it did win one thing. It won the 1982 Golden Screen Awards. And this is a German award show that I couldn't find anything on. So, <laughs> sorry about it. <laughs> Again, when we, we, we watch some of these older movies, the, the information is not 
up to date. Yeah. Did you have any more fun facts before we move on? Nah. We kind of talked about a lot of mine too during it. Yeah. We're getting better at that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ratings though. Um, So IMBD gave it a 7.2 out of 10, which is kind of on par what we gave it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 72 based on the tomato meter, but the audience score was higher at a 79. Yeah, almost an 8. Metacritic gave it a 65 out of 100 from 15 critic reviews, but the the user rating was 7.9. Solid. So the users are all kind of on the same page. Uh, There was nine positive and six mixed reviews out of those 15. Um, TV Guide Magazine's uncredited staff gave it an 80 out of 100, and said the animation here is better than average, though not quite up to the quality of Disney back in its heyday. Still a film that has a lot of heart and is a wonderful entertainer entertainment for both kids and their parents. Um, Chicago Reader's Dave Kerr gave it a 75 out of 100, and in 1985, saying the story from a book by Daniel Marnix was Mannix was Disney's best material in a decade or two. The stuff of rending family melodrama on the order of Dumbo or the Lady. And the Tramp. Fortunately, the execution is only adequate. The character work relies too much on celebrity voices, as was Disney habit in the dark 60s. Get the fuck out of here. And the full full film is sketchy, <clears throat> underpopulated feel that is hardly represents Disney's at the studio's barbecue best. Bro. What is that last word you just said? B-A-R-O-Q-E. Baroque. Baroque? What the fuck does that mean? It's like... Does that mean like you fucking sniff farts like what does that mean <laughs> hold on i fucking hate that pretentious shit dude it is kind of pretentious it's like baroque is like you know um 18th and 17th century style like like how people think that like you know the 18th century or 17th century victorian gothic like architecture you know is like the peak of you know beauty and artistry so like anything that's like you know 1960s Disney was the Baroque era of Disney, is what he's trying to say. Cool. Why don't you <laughs> fucking eat a cardboard tube? Uh, the Washington Post's Gary's Arnold gave it a 50 out of 100, saying, A dinky, lackluster offering. Dinky. <laughs> That's the kind of review I want. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gary, dude. Gary killing it, dude. I, I disagree, but preesh. That shit is dinky. Preesh, Gary. <laughs> Uh, the last one I have, which is the lowest score, was from the Globe and Mail. Salem Allerton gave it a 50 as well in 1981, saying, The premise, nearly miraculous in its banality, is not failed by the execution, which unbrushingly operates the level of somnambulism. Somnambulism. Symbolism? No. What? Somnambulism. I'm going to Google it. That's not a word. I copied and pasted it, so it wasn't me. I was an English major. I know all the words. That's not a word. She would have liked to wake up from her somnambulism to find herself back in bed. Sleepwalking? The act of getting up and walking. That's the the medical term for sleepwalking. Oh, like insomnia. Somnia. So they're saying that the movie is like, it's like a fever dream almost. Like it's... Sure. It's a... It, I, it made her fall asleep while she was standing. Why not up. just say that? <laughs> because she hey, has to. Hey, pro- she has to prove that she has her English major. Hey Salem, I doubt you're still alive, but if you are, be more like Gary. 
I don't know if that's a guy or a girl, but it doesn't matter. Did I say a gender? I don't know. You didn't. I said they, I thought, didn't I? You probably did. I don't know. I just made that up. If, you I, know didn't, I, if I didn't, Because I, I saw it when you looked up somnambulism. <laughs> oh, there's a girl? Yeah, it was a picture of a girl sleepwalking. That's why I said me, that. Me when I go, well, me when I look at the fridge to get shredded cheese. My wife slept walked like that all the time when she was a kid. I used genuinely. To s- One time she went, she she sleepwalked into the kitchen and got a pair of scissors and cut up her pillow. Yeah, me too. And she woke up and there was feathers everywhere. That's a nightmare. Yeah. I used to see um, when I was. It's for my sleep apnea now that I doctors told me, but I would uh, have dreams. I would wake up and still be dreaming. Mm-hmm. So like I would still be seeing dream stuff and i would constantly see a man floating oh, like sleep paralysis i would sleep paralysis was really bad um and uh what's that thing called the hallucinations hat, the hat man i never saw the hat man what, what the fuck is that the I've hat man is someone is everyone sees the hat man i i haven't personally seen the hat man i had a version of the hat man that's actually more terrifying than i'm about to explain to you uh, it was a man uh, he wore a flannel and he was, I only saw him ever from the waist up. And he was always kind of like standing, looking out a window. And like his one eye was out the window, and one eye was looking at me. And the only reason I saw him from the waist up, because the lower half was missing because his organs were constantly spilling out of him. That's what I saw all the time. And it scared me at first. And then it was just like a, it's like how I knew I was dreaming. It was like your inception. Yeah. <laughs> and like, because it was never, he would never harm me. Or be threatening. He was creepy because his eyes were in different directions and his you know how little I intestines I were falling dreaming? out. <laughs> but I always knew I was dreaming when I was naked. <laughs> how I in do public. It, how I do it now is if I'm lucid enough to like when you realize I'm dreaming, I will look at a clock. See, I like it'll I, be all fucking wonky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, or machines I'll, or and I'll try to read. Yeah, machines and technology and words are always fucked up in dreams. Yeah, because you can't read in, when you're dreaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that part of your brain is mm-hmm. golf. I love dreams. I hate dreams. They're awful. They're always bad. I dream every night. Me too. Vividly. It's terrifying. But I, it's always like silly. Like me and Rachel will wake up and be like, what did you dream about? And he, he's like, I dreamed that I was, you know, it's like the most random shit. It's like I was scuba diving with a zebra. You and could like... tell you guys were loved growing up. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> that is a compliment I'm saying too. I dreamed one time I that I was in the fun. Chamber of Secrets in Harry Potter and I was getting chased by the basilisk and he bit me in the ass and I woke up and my <laughs> ass hurt real bad. And I ran to my mom's bedroom and I was like, this is a nightmare. And she's like, what happened? And I was like, there's a big snake and it bit, bit my me. ass. <laughs> she was like, where did it bite you? It was like, my butt. And she like laughed and I was like, it really hurt. <laughs> yeah, my dreams are like, not fun. I had a nightmare. I, I just like fucking wake up and I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I had a nightmare that fucking Gengar <laughs> ate, just ate killed my mom. Oh, killed your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up. Way, way different than what I said. <laughs> I woke up and I screamed. I like, it was all, like I didn't even remember screaming. I just woke up mid-scream and I was like, mom! And then I was like, what just happened? Dude, Gengar capped like my mom, dude. <laughs> it was uh, horrifying. Uh, did you look up Roger's review? Yes, actually, I just did. Um, he rated it three out of four, okay. which is pretty Makes high. Makes sense. Um, but like, there's nothing insanely like well praised in his review. But he loved the animation. He loved Big Mama. He said 
he said that um a lot of apparently a lot of this jazz singers like mannerisms and body language was incorporated into her animation makes sense. really i love when um artists do that they put the they put the voice actor into the cartoon drawing i love when they do that um i'm trying to see if he said anything about chiefs not dying but he says that um there's a lot of life and a lot of life and energy given to the animation um his last paragraph says the bottom line i suppose is will kids like this movie and the answer is sure i think so <laughs> i know what kids like <laughs> sure he didn't say anything about Chief not dying, though. I was kind of surprised that he like didn't criticize that like creative choice, but he didn't. Maybe he liked it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he gave it three out of he four. He saw himself in Chief, and he's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> the grumpy old man. He yelled at the clouds. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. That's it. That, that's the whole cake and caboodle. Is that the fucking saying? Kit. Kit and caboodle. Kitten caboodle. Kitten caboodle. I think it's I think it's kitten caboodle. Yeah. I have no idea what that even means. Um everything. It Hell means yeah. all parts and property. The whole No wait no. No, it's kit it's K I T. Kit and caboodle. Oh, okay, so I was saying it right. Yeah, you were the whole kit and caboodle. I don't know what it That means makes me feel like I'm like a, a few cards short of a full deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess w- this is here where we, where we, th- where we uh, thank our patrons, and uh, we're, we want to thank Nat for being part of the movie club and supporting us. Do you have anything nice to say to Nat? Nat says a lot of cool stuff in the Discord, and yeah, that's great. She, they they're a great addition to our little community. Mm-hmm. And the Nat was also there during movie night we we had a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was dope, dude. That was some. We are we gonna do that every month? I don't. Maybe not. We'll see. Maybe not every month, but like well, every now and then. Every month would be the goal, I think. But I could see us doing maybe every other month. Probably easier, mm-hmm. or just whenever we get the chance to again. That was fun. Yeah, we watched a goofy movie. The goofy movie. Yeah. We would also like to thank Facts and Nacho Lady. We recorded this shoot like a few, a month or so ago, if not more. Uh, We're just very ahead on recordings. So that's why Matthew is not here with me saying thank you. But he extends your, he extends his thanks. He is so appreciative of all of you. And every time we get a new one, we are both just so fucking ecstatic. Um, The nice thing I want to say about Nacho Lady is Nacho is a lovely person who shares funny memes and awesome recipes, and I value their input on most things. Fax is a lovely little guy, and I appreciate his enthusiasm and just love of movies and everything. Everything that everything Fax loves, he, he is not afraid to tell you and show you and I appreciate that. And all three of our patrons are lovely, lovely people. And I want to say thank you. All right, now now back to Matthew and Nort. They're fucking going off the rails. Just so you know, the raw audio of this podcast was two hours. So <laughs> a lot got cut. The next time it won't have to be 
anime movies that anyone. Yeah, it doesn't for. have to be Disney or anything. No. Just vote on one. I'm probably gonna pick the goofy, the extremely goofy movie though for my choice. The sequel. I, the sequel I like more than the first one. Extremely goofy. Yes. We also watched the Goofy TV show. Goof Troop. <laughs> we were watching Goof Troop. The Goof Troop after party. It started like a goofy cult in our it, Discord. It did. It absolutely <laughs> did. And I love it. There's two Goofy emojis in there. Oh, man. There's one that says it's anti-Pete emoji. Yes, yes, yes. And then the second one is a heart with a Goofy in it that says Garsh. <laughs> the next movie we're going to watch is one of my all-time favorite comedies. And I know I said that about Ace Ventura. So Uh-oh. I might be getting egg on my face again. Um, but my all, one of my all-time favorite it, comedy movies, it's hard for me to rank them, but it's definitely like when I think of my favorite comedy, it's like one of the 10 movies I think of. Right? Like a nostalgic thing? Like you've no, seen it a bunch as a kid? I've seen, I watched it a bunch as, like, as a kid, yeah. yeah. I, with my grandma a lot. Definitely not appropriate. I shouldn't have been. <laughs> uh, is Tommy Boy starring Chris Farley. It's his like first movie role. I have never heard of this. Yeah. It is Chris Farley is one of my favorite uh, comedians. Yeah, I've seen because he was in SNL a lot, right? He so he was in, in SNL for five years. Yep. Okay, yeah, and I've seen a lot of like his bits with like he's his, just like the crazy. He boy. came up with uh, David Spade, Adam Sandler, a bunch of the like all that like the night the nineties big hitters. He was there with. Yep, yep, yep. And I, so I've always known of him, but I've never watched his like universe of movies. He only has a couple because. He he passed away in '97, and uh, Tommy Boy was in '95, so he only. Oh got... wow, really? And that was his first main character movie role. Damn. Yeah, the 1995 comedy, uh, buddy comedy movie, Tommy Boy. Dope. So I'm excited. Tommy. And uh, yeah, so so go. I want you guys to watch this one in preparation. If you haven't seen Tommy Boy, go watch it. Like I, I kind of want them to. Really, bad. it's not very long. So, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at So You Finally Watch the Dispersed Audio podcasts of the Encounter Code Network, which we're a part of. Uh, those two shows are Reading Isn't for Kids, where my wife and I read a book. We we read children's chapter books and sometimes comics. Uh, this week, posting well, last week, and then my other show is called Grim Encounters. It is a tabletop, uh, actual play podcast where I'm the the the, the dungeon master type guy and it's set in modern day Chicago land world and Anna Shane and Robert all play characters that are fighting creatures of the unknown that are based on like American folklore and you know, English like all folklores that they're like all of the creatures that we've come up with in the world are real actually like vampires and werewolves and shit and they fight them and that's exciting so go listen to that if you'd like actual plays. Um, uh, join our Patreon. For $5 a month, you get access to a, an exclusive Patreon podcast called Flight School. Where we watch and review the first episodes of TV shows. Yeah. Voted on by you guys. Voted, yeah, voted on by the patrons to see if there's an actual goddamn pilot in there. We only got one so far. Yeah, out of the three we've watched, there's only been one pilot. It's a shame. Because all three of them have basically been called pilot, I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. It's a fun little podcast we do. It's similar to this, except the the, the TV shows can be whatever; they mm-hmm. don't have to be unseen. So it's a little bit more flowy uh, with that regard. But yeah, um, so that's all I got. You got anything?
Because how do we normally end this? <laughs> I give a big sigh and roll my eyes. <laughs> uh, you got any words of wisdom? I'm so cringy. <laughs> you, got, you got any words of wisdom? Uh, I got one if you need a second. Yeah, go ahead. It's better to come in the sink than to sink in the cum. And you know who said that? Master Chief said that from the hit video game series Halo. Wait, did he say that in the movie? Or the, in the new show? He Yeah, he did, actually. I can't tell it's you. A direct, it's a funny. direct quote from the game, yeah. I would believe you if he said that that was in the new show. Because I heard it was really bad. Dude, I fucking hate that show. <laughs> and you see all the Halo shit I read, dude. Look at it. Look at all the Halo shit I've yeah, read. Yeah, 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 yeah. I even bought Halo chips. You've read all that genuinely? Yeah, well, all of them, but... Oh, there's one book over there I haven't read, but yeah, I've nice, read all of them. Dude, there's like nice. 30 of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, fuck Halo show. That's what we're ending on. Fuck Halo show. <laughs>